Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's GoodLifeBabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans, episode 153. What's that about? I hit the play button, dude. It's a new computer. Hey, folks. Welcome back. It's GoodLifeBabe.com. Jeff and Joel's <laughs> Tales from New Orleans. We're back, episode 153. We got Derek Smoker Freeman here with us. What up? And uh, you got a big event coming up, right? Want to yeah. tell us about that? We'll just jump right into it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I got nominated by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society to be um, Man of the Year's fundraising contest. And um, so one of my fundraisers is uh, we're doing a celebrity roast of myself at Tipitina's <laughs> on April 18th. Um, I'm excited about it. Who are the uh, Who are the roasters? <laughs> um, we have... Nigel Hall, we have Sun Pie, we have Benny Bloom, Robin Barnes, um, Arsene DeLay, uh, Blake Haney is the a roast master, um, there might be a surprise roaster. We also have um, the Who That's from 645, those idiots, and then um, some of the guys <laughs> in my band, you know. So who are those idiots? That's like Fuzz and <clears throat> Aaron Lambert, those type of dudes? Yeah, Joe, maybe, who mm-hmm. knows. Yeah. Joe Armitage or whatever. Exactly. <clears throat> and then maybe some dudes from your band. Like James Martin, maybe, or who, who do you think you might Probably Terrence Taplin. Yeah, yeah. He's funny. Funny as hell. And yeah. uh, Recio, and maybe James, yeah. I don't know. I've never been to a comedy roast in New Orleans, man. Jeff, have you ever? No, no. I've never, never. even known one to uh-huh. it didn't exist. And Derek, you are one of the funniest dudes that I know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just going to be, I mean, I couldn't be more excited for this freaking event. Well, it's actually perfect for, for me from a comedic standpoint, because everybody tells me they think I should do stand-up, and I'm like, people don't understand. Like, that's not a, I mean, that's not a thing that you could just do. Right. Like, yes, I'm funny, but like. You can't you know, just get up and do jokes. Yeah, it's just that people do dumb shit around me all the time, so it's, I make jokes about it. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's not, I can't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, you're right, you know, I could tell some good stories, but I don't know. It's different. Right. Not not to bring up Bill Cosby, but like the way he used to tell stories is possibly a way I could do that. Yeah, but I don't know if that's how that works anymore. So if that was a reality for the roast is good because it's reactionary. So like everything I right. say will be literally off the cuff and be like yeah. unfiltered and outlandish. That's right, and you get to re- go last. Exactly, which is the great thing because you got a lot of people who aren't as funny as you. Mm-hmm. They're gonna say a bunch of shit about a bunch of shit about you. Oh, but they're all but they're all comedic experts right now. At this I mean, very funny. moment on April second, not no, as no. funny as you. No, what I'm saying is, according to them, <laughs> according to them right now. Yeah, they're uh, all crazy. Yeah, they everybody. They're all texting me like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you." I'm blown. I'm like, uh-huh. like you're just giving me father. And like, honestly, I haven't even thought about it. I'm like, I'm gonna crush all of like, I'm the I'm the one who freaking picked you. Uh, Michael Collin, aka Fuzz. Uh, pulled me out of DVA uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks back to to run one of his jokes by me, and he was just so proud of himself. And I'm like, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get like three laughs. Oh man, he has no idea. <laughs> exactly. There's also yeah. the question of whether the delivery is there. That's, that's what right. I'm saying. I'm like, he has no idea how to. You know what he I mean? has no idea how to deliver. Right. He's, none of these. It's not just saying the words. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, what I think it's gonna be funny is Blake. Blake is going to be incredible. I think he's going to be really, really good. The MC. Yeah, I have a little knowledge of what he's doing because I'm, you know, I had to feed him information. So he's, yeah, he's he's going to be good. 
He's going to be real good. So what's the deets on this? We got the date, April 18th, right? It's Thursday at Tips. Yes, it is. Those people are going to roast me. And then uh, there's going to be a jam, you know, <laughs> uh, some the Galactic guys and uh, Soul Brass Man, and then also Senpai, Nigel, some of the same people. Yeah. Um, and people can go to tipsinas.com right now and get tickets. Yeah. There's, tickets uh, and there's, there's all kind of levels of tickets. It's a benefit. Yeah. There's... Um, um, like five hundred dollar levels, like a donor sponsor level for get a table and whatnot. Then um, tickets to the roast are just fifty bucks. And that includes um food, and then uh, if people just want to come to the jam. There's a fifteen dollar ticket for that. Yeah. For later in the night, so. Yeah, it's gonna be dope, and all the proceeds go to LLS. Exactly. Yeah, and so can can you talk a little bit about that? Like, they reached out to you. And and you know what the genesis of that was? It's just your local celebrityness, or like what? Um, I guess yeah. Well, I um I had a few friends nominated the last two years. Got it. It's the third year, so I had some friends that were nominated in sixteen. I mean, yep. and I'm seventeen and eighteen. So yeah, I guess um. So those I was, people- I was on the radar, and then some of those people, yeah, su- you know, suggested I get nominated, and then they reached out to me. A while ago, actually, like maybe October, right? Um, and so they, and I was like, yeah, sure, but I, you know, I didn't really know what they were asking me, and then once I figured out what was going on, I was like, whoa, it's like a huge deal. <laughs> it's a huge deal. It's yeah, a, it's a ten week campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't want to move away from the rose too soon, but it's like April fourth through June thirteenth, and so each nominee does their own one or two or three events or whatever huh. and then all the nominees get together on June 13 for the really big fundraiser and so the idea is you're trying to raise more money than other people right yeah. so and if you get to the $50,000 mark they name like a research platform after you is exactly. that right Derek mm-hmm. yeah and you're going to tell us about that one. I'm going to name that one after my mom who's a breast cancer survivor yeah <clears throat> yeah um and I have a few honorees um on my list um my friend uh, Cassius Clay, my late friend Cassius, and um, Todd Duke, yeah. um, who just died recently, and um, my mother, my wife, actually um, also um, had thyroid cancer. She had her thyroid removed, and then also Blake's son Julian. So that's yeah. my list of um, honorees. I would say. No, I got you. My mom's a survivor, mm-hmm. and as our listeners know, Jeff is undergoing cancer treatment. Of course. Yep, yep. We have, we have a few friends, all of us in common, that are dealing with all that right now. So That's right, yeah. So, so you got to be a common theme, and people our age, for, unfortunately. Totally. Living in the city. Yeah. You think living in the city contributes to cancer? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't you think? It's just like the air quality and... Pollution issues. And our air quality is good. Like we have like above average air quality in comparison to the rest of the country. Because there's, yeah. there's no freaking industry here, so it's like <laughs> we also have no, inf- you know, no revenue or infrastructure. But yeah, yeah. because of that, we our air quality is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> when I uh, I was in graduate school in Flagstaff, Arizona, and I played on this ultimate disc team, and I decided to move to New Orleans, and uh, one of the my teammates was an environmentalist mm-hmm. as a professor at the school and he was like dude that's cancer alley bro I wouldn't go down there if I were you <laughs> like I just yeah. wouldn't choose to live in that part of the country cause you're gonna get cancer well there you go here we are <laughs> <laughs> it happens here we are 27 I mean I dilute I mean, at yeah. least I gotta shake my ass who knows yeah. what's gonna happen but I mean I diluted myself 
And so, you know, like, I feel like um, it's like when they have the boil water advisories. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I've been barefooted on a few streets around here. Like, you know what I'm saying? I did things in Snake and Jake's bathroom. Like, I feel like it, <laughs> there's at least a core of things I'm immune to. Sure. From just, you know. <laughs> just from life. Right. Yeah, you build up that tolerance. What I like is when you get the boil advisory alert right after you get out of the shower. Yeah, You're it's like, like shit. Why? It doesn't matter. Oh, what yeah, was no, different okay. 30 minutes ago than Nothing. right now? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a ridiculous you know? It's a ridiculous thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So you've got uh, a couple of events. you got the April 4th kickoff coming up this Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're recording on a Tuesday. Um, that's at the National War II Museum, right? Six, yes. 630 to 8.30. And it's free, open to the public. And if you want to come down and support the cause. and Because part of it's about raising awareness, right? Exactly. It's money and awareness. So here's an opportunity where all the nominees are going to get together and just show up. You know, have some food, drink, whatever. I mean, a few out. of them, but not all of them, but yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and then, so how many nominees are there? Do you know? I think there's 15 this year. Gotcha. Right. Word. But I mean, who's well, the toughest competition? <laughs> do, you, do you think? I don't um, um Jason Williams' wife okay. is one of them. Huh. Word. She's juiced, of course. Uh huh. Right. And then there's like a couple of bankers. Yeah, they they got me. The bankers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, duh. And then um, yeah, I don't really know. I, I'm trying. Yeah. You know, I, I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of was like, but you probably have the most unique events. I mean, obviously the comedy roast, but yeah, the most entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's a banker gonna have? You know, some checks. <laughs> yeah, some checks. Some like <laughs> chilled, chilled shrimp. Yeah. Over ice oh, yeah. and some cocktail sauce at yeah, a party a cocktail where sauce. people just mm. write a check. I hope they invite yeah. me to that party because I love the cocktail <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told, wait, wait, can we just go tell, have I told okay. you the shrimp tower story? No, please. Like when we were, I feel like I might have told the story I think you on the did. podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think you did tell us the shrimp tower story. When, uh, when I was in, um, I was in Rhode Island maybe? It doesn't matter. It, 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 yeah, it doesn't no, tell matter. it. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's just a story of American racism. It's not a big deal. Repeat stories are good on the pod. Yeah. I just, it reminded me of when there was an unlimited shrimp tower. Right. And the wedding coordinator person. Oh, right. Was not happy that I was, you know, affording myself the luxury. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple trips to the shrimp tower. No, I was pretty much just parked next to just it. Just parked next to it. Yeah. I was testing the theory. Like, are they really just going to, every time I take one, and like. Are they going to keep just refilling? They just kept, and they just kept refilling. I'm just like, this is amazing. <laughs> I did a gig once in Vegas where we did video production for it. And man, just the amount. And it's Vegas. It's chilled shrimp in Vegas in the middle of the desert. There's 13 and chefs to handle like the shrimp. antithetical, you know? <laughs> yeah, like sure, what sure. Vegas is. Oh, yeah. And uh, they threw out like. At the end of the night, everyone who was working and breaking down just crushed it, and still they threw it out, threw out like fifty pounds. Yeah, just waste, wasted, chill trip. Yeah, and just like ten thousand crab legs. Exactly, whatever. Yeah, it's pretty gross. That's every day. That's every so single day, a hundred times a day, right? A hundred times a day. Yeah, times ten hotels, and and you know with events that are way bigger than the one you were at. Exactly. Yeah. This was a big one. It was Constellation Brands. So it was like, you know, like Jack Daniels at the time. Oh, but, shit. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but still. Right. Some wasted shit. That's Vegas. That's what it is. 
It's, yeah. it's to me the most American city. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's the, it's the just, most just, American city. Just built somewhere where yeah, you know, where, where we're not no, supposed to be. Right. It just <laughs> yeah, it defies everything. It's just, it's just gluttony and gluttony gambling and, and gamb- just, just yes. fucking adultery and people. Yeah, just exactly. Murder and it, fucking yeah, everything. It's the most American it's city. Yeah. a lot of fake right. titties. Yeah, well, and also it was you know that's why I can't like imagine when the Saints play in fucking Vegas. I can't wait for that to be. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding? Me? That's such a good call. How much fucking fun. That's going to be weird. That's such a good call we wrote, trust. <laughs> Dude, we're not. <clears throat> like, I don't think the NFL is really ready for that. I'm like, really? I'm like, because NFL fans, you know, they already don't know how to fucking act. That's right. And, you know, right now they're just in, like, Philly and Charlotte. Like, we're going to send right. those assholes to Vegas. We're going to send Philly fans to Vegas. Really? Exactly. Now think about that. And they're not going to get any sleep before they go to the game. No, Are you kidding? It's going to be fucking ridiculous. Gonna be fucking ridiculous. No, no, that's not. Uh, back in the day when uh, K- KBA advertising was doing the camel thing at all the bars. And oh, when they had throwing, the girls to come by and they give you the packs yeah, yeah. of cigarettes. And they were throwing around money to the yeah. bars. And Dave Clemens from Snake and Jake's is so cool that a lot of bars would just say put in a new refrigeration system, like for my gags, or put in, you know, like something infrastructure. And Dave, even though he had a blue tarp on Snake and Jake's roof and that shit would leak when it rained, it's like just give us five grand and I'm gonna take everybody to Vegas, and we all just hopped on a plane. Nice. At Christmas, we went to Vegas for Christmas. Nice. And if we would have gone to a game during that period, one of y'all wouldn't have come back. No, man. Some people almost didn't come back anyway. Right. Yeah. You know, I went home straight. I flew home on Christmas Eve to North Carolina. I mean, we almost lost dudes in Tampa going to the game. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And all they got is strip clubs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah, you're definitely going to lose some people in Vegas. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's going to be a major problem. I can't wait. I can't wait either. That's going to be a glorious day. I wonder when they're going to come up on our schedule. Is that definitely happening? They're definitely moving to Vegas, right? Is that happening this year? They're definitely. No. It's not. It's never happened. They're going to play in the Oakland Coliseum to that thing literally splits in half. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I thought they were moving. I thought it was happening. I thought well, it was a done deal. Well, it was, 20, it was supposed to be 29. They're like, no, nah, it's 2020. Mm. But, then the, but then the Coliseum was like, well, but your contract is up with us. They're like, yeah, but come on. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's keep, You're not going to have football games that you're like. Right. So, yeah, that's what's going on in Oakland right now. So what's going on with the band? So, man, I cussed all those motherfuckers off, frying everybody. You did. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, <I didn't>. <laughs> 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 um, it's going good. It's, re- it's pretty busy. It's spring. I just got a, a few more calls to, for random. Yeah, it's a lot of gigs. Um, it's good. Yeah, y'all got uh, French yeah. Quarter Fest, Jazz Fest, yeah. Bayou Boogaloo. All that stuff. Bayou Bo- Boogaloo on your birthday, dude. Yeah. Right? It's actually the day after my birthday, but whatever. Same yeah. thing. Word. It's, a, it's always on my birthday weekend. When my birthday's on the weekend, it's always on Bayou Boogaloo. Yeah, you're right. You know. Oh, yeah, Jeff, there he is. Oh, there there he is. Spencer. Spencer in the house. Spencer hasn't been on the show in a while, folks, and here he is. He's, he's rolling in. Hey, Spence. He walked here. With one whiskey. <laughs> that's, that's fine. You don't exactly look homeless. You got your print shirt on. That's nice. He's got the Ren and Stimpy hat. Yeah. That's what, hip. What's up, Spence? And a members-only jacket. Oh, not too much. It's a bitch of a walk over here. 
didn't realize I'd ever walk so far. I'm sorry, man. I, I, it was my fuck up for sure. Chemo brain, dude. Yeah, I got a little bit of the chemo okay. brain right now. I had some tenants that were staying here for the last couple of months, and they left a couple of days ago. Ah, it's no worries. I'm just I only got a little bit of a break in my ankle. Oh jeez. <laughs> already falling apart I'm too young for that bro yeah I'm a you really are dude. man you're gonna you're gonna be in such bad shape when you're my age it's gonna be rough bro <laughs> we're laughing about it it's my favorite local beer right now by the way can we plug them i like that yeah the paradise park paradise park maybe they'll give you a like let's do a, a little sponsorship let's do yeah. a, let's do a fake sponsor read of the week let's do a theme song you know man if we just wrote some letters if we went yeah. back like five episodes and compiled right. five people that we've talked about on the show, we'd probably get some money. Paradise Park, everybody. It's a great <laughs> lager and a sweet looking can. Paradise Park. And the ladies love it. Like there was a really cute girl in front of me at the checkout at the Canseco's, another Because flamingos equal paradise. And she, and she had the same beer. Exactly. And then we like connected. I think we had a flirtation moment. No, she thinks you're a creep. Yeah, that's what that is. Uh, I did that's catch uh, one like the flamingos got me. I caught one little clip of Scarface at work the other day on TV. It's the part where he's like in the bathtub watching TV. The Yale song is on when they when I'm doing that scene. Ass back to the Yale. Exactly. I'm gonna go watch Scarface as soon as I get it. Leave. Dude, you can't say Scarface it. around a black man. I'm like, Scarface, I haven't watched that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, I've got to drop everything I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Paradise Park, everybody. Paradise Park. Scarface. Yeah, make you watch Scarface again. <laughs> exactly. Classic. Where are you going to get a plug like that? You know? Yeah. That was a, that was a monster not, plug. Not to Maybe on, uh, uh, on Derek Freeman's upcoming podcast. That's right. That's coming soon. Well, we're going to need sponsors. So I'm definitely going to have to get paid for that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's waiting to get paid before you start doing the exactly. podcast. It's definitely, that was, it's definitely what's happening. That was we're a good, like, strong arm move that we never thought. We're like, do we need to get to 500 episodes before we start getting paid or what? <laughs> how do you get paid? 500 episodes, right? We did have a uh, an increase uh, of 1,000 new subscribers since those hospital episodes. That's yeah, the biggest, that's kind of crazy. Biggest jump we've had. Yeah, the hospital thing. So we appreciate y'all listening. Like, if you want ratings, get sick. <laughs> exactly. That's, a, that's the thing. The funny thing was I couldn't make those episodes because I was also in the hospital <laughs> after I got hit by a car. Oh, oh, hold on, yeah. man. Like, rewind. Well, this was like... All right, come uh, on, come on. Let's hear it. So the Wednesday before Mardi Gras, I can't say much because of legal obligations, but I was riding Wait, you're, my you're bike down magazine. by your lawyer? Uh, all I'll about say it is that publicly? I was riding by my my bike down magazine. I got hit well, at the intersection right of there. Julia and or, uh, yeah Julia and magazine. She got a red light ticket. That's all I can say about it. So what? I mean, where did she did she just clip you? Because you look like you're in pretty good shape right now. Yeah, well, no, I got hit the like shit when he walked in here. We yeah. just talked about that. Well, I know, but he's like yeah. walking over here, yeah, made yeah, me true. break my ankle. <laughs> Yeah. But he, so but he might actually, actually really have a broken ankle. That's now we're finding out things. That's right. Yeah. So what happened? You got? Yeah. I, we don't have to get into injuries or anything like that. No. Right? So I mean, like I like, went up leg? on the hood of the car and she braked and then like Whoa. I went off of it and yeah. I had one of those. Like a stunt man. Yeah. yeah. Well, it didn't I, feel I did one of those on a scooter as, back you know, in the day. Yeah. I. It didn't feel as cool as a stunt man. No, probably not. I'm sure. 
I uh, I decided I'm gonna like once I do start getting on the bike again, I'm probably gonna get a helmet. That might be a good investment. Yeah. Yeah, bike safety has been on my mind lately. I actually picked up lights for the first time on my bike. Bike safety is on everybody's mind. Yeah, it just these uh, days. So I got, I got, I picked we literally up the saw lights. a dude on it. We were playing a wedding at the Dega house the other day, and a dude on a scared scooter ran into the back of a truck. Somehow yeah. he got up and walked away and rode off on the scooter. But, Jeff, you were saying the other day that you had a, a dude like. Well, we might have been a fake. I thought bike we were going to save that for the. We can. Uh, just yet. Just, no, no. Let me tell you. I'll tell that story right now. And I'll tell it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the next episode. But. So I parked, I was going to Five Guys, and uh, never been to Five Guys before, and I parked on Carrollton, mm-hmm. and there was this guy, and he, you know, he just, he had that look like he's homeless or semi-homeless or something like that, you know, and he, and he so he's... Semi-homeless. Or semi, yeah, right, I don't know, maybe he's in a halfway house or something like that, but he's... <laughs> that is, yeah, it could be, you know, right, exactly, so he, I kind of have a home. <laughs> But he's riding his bike. He's riding his bike by me, and I'm in the car, and he slams on the brakes, like seemingly for no reason at all, and which was a little weird. And I'm looking at him, and he just flips over the handlebars, and he lands pretty hard, right? But not super hard. Like it was a good little <laughs> crash. It was, but it wasn't like. I mean, I've had worse myself. You uh-huh. know, I'm much worse. And uh, so, but then he's. He just laid there on on the concrete, and he was writhing around like, help me, help me. And he didn't do what I thought would, the normal shit would be, which is dust himself off and, you know, get up and check himself check out. And, but he laid there for an uncomfortably long period of time that made me think, there's something extra going on here that's like a lure or something like that. Yeah. You know you know what I'm saying? And it, it didn't it, it just like the red flags went up and then I felt I felt bad, but also like I'm not going over by this guy. Dude, the same exact <laughs> thing happened to me. No, I was walking I was walking from my house to the Robert's, which is like a block from my house. Right. And the dude maybe three houses down from me was like on the step with a crutch, like and trying to like work his way up the step. And he was like yelling at the people in the house like Open the door, and I was just like, I walked clean past him, and I got like ten the block, and I was like, "Damn, I should help that dude." And I was like, "Fuck no, it's not." <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, like it's nah, not, I can't. Not, right, right, right. Like, like there's a down, a, there's a downside to that. There's not enough upside, and there's too much. But, downside. I, but that's, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even like, and we're not even like intentional assholes. Like the way the world is now, that's it's turned right. us all that way. We're just like nobody. Like what? Like we, we? None of us were taught to walk past a dude on crutches. On the, like, you were taught to help the dude. Like everybody was taught that by that's like, right. by our parents. Yeah, and now but, we're like, no, but I'm no fucking way in our school teachers. Just like years of living in New Orleans, I've developed. A, I have a first instinct, which is like, go help the guy, right? But then I have an immediate second instinct, which is like, nah. this shit is fake. Something yeah. is not. Yeah, I mean, it's like why something's I saw not right a crutch here. on the side of Canal Street one night. It's like either. Do you believe in imposters or do you believe in miracles? There's only one reason those two crutches are on the side of Canal Street. I look, you know, if the dude would like, <laughs> no, his wife got pissed off at him and she threw him out the car. <laughs> and then she pushed him out two blocks later. That's right. She's like, motherfucker, there. 
which is also very likely in New Orleans. You know, like, yeah, yeah, no one no, thought totally. he would get so far on right. foot, but he wasn't on foot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, man, and and then this girl came rolling up. She had the bike helmet on and all the stuff and everything. She was small, like the spandex shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of part of me was like, oh, she'll take care of that. <laughs> and white girls and are invi- me, white girls me. are invincible anyway. <laughs> That's right. Dude, did you see, did you see the SNL skit, The Impossible Hulk? <laughs> that shit was hilarious. But no, but I get all my so I get all I guess I get my news from white like. I didn't go to Super Sunday. I was like, I'll see all the suits. I follow a lot of white women on Instagram. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> see I was like, oh, that's pretty. Nice. <laughs> Impossible Hulk, man. Right. They, they, had, they, had, they, had, they had Idris, what's his name? Uh, Idris Elba. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he turned, so when he got angry, he would turn into a, like a night, like entitled a, a, white a 30s woman. entitled white woman. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would like immediately pick up the phone it. and call nine one one and like, yeah. everyone yeah. saw it. It's funny, yeah. funny <laughs> shit. So, did you lose your vape pen, dude? Um, no, my I just don't have a cartridge for it. Oh, I've never seen you smoke weed out of a, a bowl before. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> wink, wink. Wait, are, these, are these legal obligations again? <laughs> Don't mess up your case, man. Exactly. <laughs> I love how we brought that bro- better than painkillers. I love how we talked about doing like um, fusion dinners in front of the LOS people. Or like I'm like I mean, well, we're talking about cancer, right? I mean, I don't like. Oh, people don't want to talk about weed. <laughs> no, they, they. We had no. We had a very open. You did. Oh, discussion. good. No, I was like, I didn't even bring it up. With the shocking part was that I wasn't the one who brought it up. Right. I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, they just did it's away been with kind of, it's been kind of elephant in the room the whole time. Like, like the whole time they've been like courting me since October. Nobody's brought up smoking or any of that shit. I'm just like, okay, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it goes without saying. Say nothing to me. I, I think, think everybody's tacitly <laughs> okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah. I think people who work for LLS know that that weed helps people <laughs> during yeah. recovery. I think it's pretty clear. But you just saw that they uh, did away with CBD, right? The uh, state ATF in Louisiana. Uh, oh wait, CBD person is, that, like whoever the like CBD oil won't be allowed. The regulatory long. chief is uh, yeah yeah. Last week there was a thing. They were like, she was like, mm, Jesus doesn't want CBD, so I got to do away with it in Louisiana. So they went. The Catholic, they told Catholic still running shit. I don't it's so it. fucked up, man. You know, like because it, it's so ignorant because they don't understand that CBD is neutral and it doesn't cause it doesn't get anybody high. to get high. It doesn't, get it doesn't do yeah. anything like that. You know, I mean, it's even questionable, like the relief stuff that you get out of it, you know? I mean, yeah, you no, the reason why I don't do CBD, and that's because it doesn't get you high. It's, I don't see why anyone would have an issue with that. I even yeah. have some smart people like uh, Andrew Wade Smith. Like, I was telling him about the CBD for his, like, joint pain or whatever. Yeah. And he's a pretty progressive a good, dude. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know, dude. I don't, what kind of side effects is this going to have? Just because even people like that because they associate it with the THC or whatever, mm-hmm. can't put their wrap their heads around it, you know? That it's just the part of the plant that doesn't get you psychotropically high. Yeah, yeah. You know? But she also admitted that she was like, she was like, it's going to be really hard to regulate this because all the things come in these tiny little bottles, you know? So, like, every ATF agent's going to have to go in. Like, have you ever been to an urban board company? Of course. There's, yeah. like, a thousand things on the shelf, you know? Yeah. Like, you're going to send a... ATF agent to go I guess CBD through each I, I one. Like smoking, I like I I smoke CBD in blunt sometimes. You do? 
just just to sometimes like I don't need to get that high. I just want to like, and it does help with my knee. I mean, for somebody like me, yeah, like chronic back pain and knee, you know, issues. Totally, just drummer. Issues. You're a drummer, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. I do the CBD oil and I put it in tea and it stuff. Definitely helps. And oh. I know it's for me. It's like I know that it calms the nervous system. It's not that it's, I'm feeling it calm the nervous system. But sure. before I jump on a business call or a meeting, I just squirt them in my mouth, and I just know that it's chilling my body out from a physiological perspective. Sure, that's what she said. You know, <laughs> <laughs> comedy roast April eighteenth. Everybody, Derek Freeman to the tennis. I know. I wish I. I wish there was somewhere I could be mic'd up. Like, like for a di- like you know what I mean like we should do like a behind the scenes and y'all should just yeah. mic me yeah like they, and the crowd won't be able to hear me but y'all be able to, and like just mic me talking shit the whole time no, like, NFL like, mic'd up. Like, oh that's a good Drew idea Brees mic up yeah, right yeah, right yeah, right yeah. that's a good idea exactly that's yeah. smart I like that I like that a lot that's good <laughs> cause like we can put that shit out later like exactly on YouTube like two just days long later, form like, you can put it out like the next week and that'd be your second event right you know what I mean and that could even be like you a viewing party I mean you can almost put it out as a podcast you know what I mean and that's that's fucking smart. I like it. <laughs> so you're not going to do your podcast till you get the advertisers lined up first. Absolutely. <laughs> God, I admire you. That's the reverse of us. I admire you yeah. so much. <laughs> and I and I kinda, glad we could help out. And I kind of and I kind of hate I hate myself right now. <laughs> Like that's one of those, uh, like, like you said, put it out. That's one of the things. I just keep saying that somebody's eventually gonna be like, let's get this money for our podcast. That's like, right. you know what? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Paradise Park, baby. <laughs> cool. Let's do it. Like, Look it up, bro. <laughs> they're going to be, they, they be a great investment. They're going to be pleasantly surprised. I'm like, wait, this dude's really entertaining. Exactly. So <laughs> let's be- give him some more money. <laughs> before you came in, we were talking about Soul Brass Band. And the one thing we didn't hit on is your new album. Yeah. That's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. It's good too. It's really good. I know. Listen to it. Um, it's badass. It's really, really, really good. The first one wasn't that good. It was. It was fine. It was more of a compilation record. It wasn't really a soul brass band record. It was. It was fine. Um, this record is really, really good. Like, in a throwback sense, like it reminds me of like actual albums, like you would listen to in order and shit. Right. You know. Um. There's some singular songs that. That are like, yeah, some of the better songs that I've written and that all of us have written collectively, for sure. And it was uh, produced by Ben Elman, right? Yeah, Ben Elman's incredible. <clears throat> We've been friends for a long time, too, like 27 years or something. But I think, I think in, ben, in Ben's mind, he always kind of felt like me and him did the same thing, so there was no point in him. Like, you know, he was like, you, like, because I asked him actually to produce uh, records for me in the past. And he was just like, eh. Yeah. Like, basically, like, aren't you better than me at that? <laughs> 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 I mean, his words, not mine. Sure. Um, um, but. Then he did the Walter album. and I mean, which is true because, you know, like, it was more geared in, like, soul and funk and hip-hop, like my earlier records. And it's just like. Like you know, it was it. It was like on the edge of Ben's wheelhouse, but not really in it. You know, yeah. It was like the brass band thing, horns and and funk as a whole. You know, that awakens him to a different light, and 
it's like where I'm weakest at production wise you know like I'm better at the drums and the bass and stuff like that yeah. so um, it was it made sense from both standpoints and then he got to, and he had some experience by this point too which makes sense yeah, like yeah. He, you know he got his chops pretty yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely I feel like you need a horn guy if you have horns in your band yeah it's a wise choice you just gotta you I mean Leon that. Leon Kid Chocolate and Chris Royal have always kind of been those guys for me mm-hmm. like cause you know just but like just some spur, you know, because like the hip hop shit, like I just need horns here. It's not like it wasn't right, like a, right. so they would just come in and do it for me. You know, I would just be like, saying, you know, they're good at just like understanding my ideas and making something out of it. You know, and uh, James Martin too. So like, but it's different for do a whole record. You know, to just have perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And the artwork uh, is dope too. Yeah. On the on the record, and you've got the CDs out, and you've got the vinyls coming. So you've got a local release date. The official release date is May thirty first. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like the national release date, but you've already got CDs available for sale and all that, like at shows. Yeah, I personally have them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's a great record. Y'all should tune in. It's on Spotify already, or no? No. Got it. When, when's that? When's the online? stuff can happen whenever I let it happen I mean it's on you can download it online I'm just, it's not streaming it I got you because we don't want to stream it time after it gets released I got you word um, but you can go download it on like Apple Music and like CD but you know yep. it's there it's and just, then you and you've got vinyls coming out <clears throat> yeah when approximately vinyls coming out around that May 31st date no I should have vinyls like at the end of this month nice sweet where are you getting that done? At the um, New Orleans Record Press. That's what it's called. Yeah. I th- yeah. That's the new thing, right? Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet space. You been over there? Yeah. Derek and I went over there together. Oh, uh, nice. Cool. It's like an old warehouse uh, by the train tracks. It's in, in the, the bywater. In the bywater. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got like cats and dogs running around and shit. <sighs> but everything's clean. And they right. use like recycled material and stuff. Oh, cool. You know? And uh, yeah, I like that because that's a good selling point too. You like exactly this is refurbished. It's all recyclable materials, yeah. and you see it all right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the, where they where they actually press the records, you like you walk into like a sealed environment. You know what I mean? Right, right. So sure. where they do all the box, of course, boxing up and all that shit. They have that's to where do the that. Shit yeah. Around. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, and they seem to have a pretty cool crew over there. Oh, good. It's, it's pretty dope. And no one was doing it before. It's like, the thing about music business in New Orleans is like, people are responding to not having to necessarily go to New York or LA or wherever, or Nashville to get their shit done. So this was one of those responses. You know, they opened like four months ago. You know, so. Yeah, it's definitely good to have that. We need more of that. Publicists. Yeah, for sure. You know, business managers, et cetera. So. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's hard to figure out what the right way to do because we're about done with our record. I'm, I shouldn't get ahead of myself. Sorry, Mike Hogan. But um, how do you, you you know how do you put it out? I know like you have to have CDs to sell off the bandstand and to put into Louisiana Music Factory, and you know vinyl's hip right now. Um, but then it's just a question, like how, how, you know, how do, you, how do you get it out there? What do you, what do you sell? I guess that's still it, right? I mean, Tom, uh, your boy Tom, is it Leggett? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Tom Leggett. Leggett. Mm-hmm. 
he uh, Facebooked the other day. He's like, you know, I always wonder about the same thing about whether CDs are worth it. He's like, I still sell six a show or whatever. And my feelings, I, I buy CDs, but I don't play them. I haven't had a CD player. Literally a DBA last night. Yeah. Um, this lady, <laughs> she was like, I was like, yeah, we have CDs and uh, T-shirts or whatever. So then, like, she's like, you know, she's like, people don't buy CDs anymore. Like, why is it not out online? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, don't you ever? I'm like. In the time you took to walk up here and ask me that shit, you could have just put Soul Brass Band on your phone and figured it out. And she's like, oh my God, right, it's right, right there. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, and, and, and two dudes are buying CDs from me. I'm like, shut up. Right, like, exactly. I'm actually selling CDs right now. Exactly. Why are you saying people aren't buying them? Right. And if you want to download it, just go fucking download. Like, get, like, people drive me crazy. Just go on fucking <laughs> Apple Music, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she just starts talking shit because I'm like, I have CDs, you know, because this is a fact. Like, I didn't say it wasn't online. I'm just. I think that like trying to sell CDs because I'm right, I'm standing right here. What the hell is wrong with you, lady? Yeah, exactly. Let me ask you something. Do y'all think that like the discourse, the sort of rude, argumentative discourse that has sort of that we see on social media platforms like Facebook has made people more rude in person? Of course. Like that example. Like that person would never have done that in a million years right, before they had their Facebook platform. And bitched about something like that before. They would never have been so rude to you. I don't know. People talk all kinds of ways to musicians all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like when you're when you're playing, like people feel they feel that way. Especially after a show, you know. Do they feel like they have some sort of ownership or something? Because it's not, it's not everybody. Like most people are just nice, you know, and yeah. cool. But uh yeah, there's there's a contingent, you know, that's just like I can say whatever's on my mind. Is it because they feel like because I like your music, I get an opinion? Yeah, it's, well, there, now, well, there well, is well, that. Well, now, for example, like, so we do a Jackson song, right? This Place Hotel. It's yeah. like a song by the Jacksons. But the song was recorded in Philadelphia at the Gambler Health Studio. Greg Filling Gaines wrote the song. I mean, the Wikipedia says Michael Jackson wrote it, but we know Greg Filling Gaines, you know. Yeah. So the point is, Somebody said something a couple of weeks ago. Like, I can't believe you're really doing a Michael Jackson. I'm like, look, <laughs> Greg Feeling Games wrote that song. It was recorded right. in Philadelphia, 1980. Yes, the Jacksons sing on the song. Like, but right. As people understand, like we, we talked about this with the Jeffrey thing. Like the, the same thing. Like, so Greg Feeling Games supposed to stop getting checks for off the wall, right? Because it's some fucking Michael Jackson documentary. Like, stop. Right. Stop it. <gasps> yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're gonna we're just having a, just playing a live performance. It's a nice funk song that we already know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right. we're gonna play it sometimes. Right. Stop, you know, like stop being so uninformed and opinionated at the same time. This is so stupid. Like, yeah. I mean, also, if you didn't, feel but it's a volunteer. This is a volunteer situation. Documentary changed that. It's a volunteer situation. Like you walked in here, you decided you, you could just walk out. Exactly. You don't have to listen to anything we're playing. Yeah. There's nine other clubs on this street. And don't waste my time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody on the street is playing some shit you want to hear. I promise you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Especially exactly. when you got two other people buying CDs right there. Right. Exactly. It's like they're buying CDs right now. <laughs> right. Like, you know, like, what are you asking me this question for? Like, leave me alone. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know. It's like, how many conversations do you have during the day? It's like. This 
why does someone think they get to take your time like that? You know what I mean? Like some fucking total stranger. Shit. Bro, it's just, I'm just telling you. We could talk I mean, about the food in the hospital. You know? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's. I hate to make it about color, but it's just white people. Like, in it didn't, like, people like, because of me and my personality, like, why don't you move to Colorado? Like, it makes sense. I'm like, does it? It makes sense. I'm like, Colorado is weird. <laughs> it's weird as right. fuck. It's weird as like the weed. Yes, like thank you, but we smoke the same weed here. Yeah, I, I know what all the strains. I get them. I mean, people are allegedly to, people are telling you to go to Colorado right. for yeah. weed. That's no, because my they, they're like smoker. You should, oh, be, like, you should like, be there. I'm like. You should live in so Humboldt last time, County. Last yeah, exactly. Last time I was there, so I was staying at my friend's house, and um, it's great because she has like, she has like a basement in her apartment with, with Netflix. There's a basement with a bathroom and a bong and Netflix. <laughs> so every time I gotta go to Denver, I'm like, stay at your house. Oh. I never, I never even see her separate entrances. I'm like, love you. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, she knows I like the coffee, so she's like, look, coffee shop down the hill, two blocks. But if you go. Three more blocks down the hill, a biscuit place, but they have the really good coffee. I'm like, that's another biscuit place. This is a real thing. Well, white people, like, they just figure biscuits out. Like, it's the first thing I learned how to cook. Four years old. (laughs) So, you know, so now it's a freaking biscuit cafe. I just want a goddamn, you know, latte. So, so I was going to be in Denver four days this particular time. So the first day, the first morning, I went into the biscuit place. And I'm standing in line, and you know, this get biscuit menu, and it's like, you know, pumpernickel biscuits and basil and honey, you know, just they all this, the common all the combinations you can think of. They're on, and I'm like, <laughs> hilarious. So um, <laughs> cilantro line, right? Just, just, yeah. Yes, yes. So like. We got the lady who obviously runs the place, and she's from like North Carolina or something. The chick in the back making the biscuits, and then like the little dude who's probably like the nephew or something making the coffee. So I'm like, I stand in line the first day behind like four people, like tasting them and being like, "We taste the pumpkin," you know? I'm like, "Fucking kidding me!" Man. <laughs> Latte, see the kid, cool. Next day I come in, kind of. Yeah. Waiting in line, a little, you know, but to get the kid spots me, like why there's two people in front. Of he's like, cause he's making the coffees. And I, he's like latte. I'm like, he's like, you want a biscuit? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> nice. So now I'm cool. It established a pattern, right? Right. So that was so Sunday. I go in there. Mom's is not there. You know, it's Sunday. So kid is working by himself. So he's now he's doing the register and the coffee. So like she's moving a little slower. Right, you know, but and it's but it's Sunday, so it's just white people with strollers out the fucking wazoo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm just trying to damn car. So like, <laughs> I'm in the line, and I've been waiting in line for like 20 minutes. And then like, there's a family of four, like a dad, a mom, and then like two toddlers, right? And so, as soon as I get to the front, the dad immediately like bails and goes to the bathroom. So now the mom's is there. She's got the one kid in the stroller and the other little girl, Lily. Because, of course, we, the whole fucking place has to know the little girl's name. It's like, Lily, 
what kind of biscuit are we having? You know, this why, why, like, why, like, just get her one. Of, like, are we gonna do this? And of course, she's like, I don't know. she's like, strawberry lily. And she's like, I don't know. And, you know, it's like it's ten minutes. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, there's nine people behind me in line. Like, the line's out the door now. It's just happening. And like, I'm like, where the fuck is the dad at? He just fucking bailed and left us all sitting like, and like, just and she's just oblivious to the whole like, right, like. It's gonna take them twenty minutes just to serve you assholes. Like, are you kidding me? Because right you're now? letting your two year old make it. Right, like yeah, this is yeah, what right. just, right. give him a goddamn cheddar biscuit. Dude. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. let's go. What are we yeah. doing? Yes, she yes. literally negotiated and was like, "Can she taste the pumper nickel?" Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so they finally like, finally like, kid catches my again. He's like, "I'm gonna just start making a latte." He's like, "I see what's happening." Like, I'll just let them figure it out. Jump to your coffee. So I'm giving him the so like also oh, like clockwork. The dad comes back with the empty water pitcher, and he's not even looking at. He's like look, still they're still Lily is the queen of this house, and then dad's also she, kissing Lily's a, ass. She, she's holding court, and Lily. he's and he's just waving the empty thing in front of the dude's face, and he's like, "You guys are out of water." <laughs> oh no, dude! You guys are out of. He's like like the most douchey family of all time. And so I'm like, and then that's finally I just looked at the kid. I'm like, just go get the water, bro. Like it's not like, cause he's like trying to. Like, now he's actually trying to make my coffee. I'm like, just go fill up the water. Bro. Right, exactly, exactly. I'll wait. Just do, just take like, care of these people. And that's why I can't move to Denmark. Exactly. I also like that you're out of water as if it's like impossible to get anymore. Right. It's like like. Cause Lily, cause, fucking thing, dude. Cause Lily needs the water. Like she's not even asking for the water. She's still tasting pumpernickel biscuits and shit. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. I just want a fucking latte. I hate Denver. Yeah. They need a decided and an undecided line. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But no, but no, but no. You're undecided. But I started this story. But I started because this is a, this is a new thing. Because like especially the Whole Foods up there. But they're getting, they're getting the insulted by okay, that. Like I get the number. And then the white lady just rolls up and she's like, Can I get two pounds of sausage? She's like, Oh, are you here? I'm like, Was I or am I? I'm, <laughs> I'm obviously yeah. here. I'm yeah. Here. yeah. Holding the number. The one that's on the screen, by the way. <laughs> right. So literally, you're having my conversation with the guy right now. Right. No, go ahead. Because <laughs> I know you got to go, go get to another yoga class or something. <laughs> Some real important. The oblivious thing, man. That's the thing that that drives me crazy is the oblivion because it's like they don't see how that translates in other way. It's a weird thing for me. I'm like, you don't see how that. Jeff, you and I like had this thing about at Bonnaroo with the hippies, with the the white hippie kids. Oh, the obliviousness. We call them Captain Oblivious. Yeah, and we would just be like, like we had to shorthand as we're driving around the golf cart working. And one of us would say to the other, we'd point to someone and be like, oblivious. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just people completely yeah. not under, A, not being well, self aware. Yeah. And B, not being empathetic. Yeah. And just having no idea the wake of bullshit they're causing. Yeah. Right? In their yeah, path yeah. in life. Have no idea the wake that's happening behind yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. She's like, yeah. They're just ruining people's days left yeah. and right, ruining them. Like I was just trying to get a coffee. Like why? Right. Why is your three year old tasting biscuits? It's Sunday. Like everybody's right. trying to get breakfast. Right. Well, it's also you're supposed to make that decision for the right. kid. Right. Like like just make the decision for the Come kid. Come on, man. man. 
Come yeah. on. Also, did they right. also not have the same amount of time in line to figure this shit <laughs> right. out? Right. That's what I'm saying. We've all been standing here. Right. Yeah, you don't no, wait no. till you're up there and then decide to look at the menu. No, that's the point, actually. I think that's the point. You know, I think it's intentional on some level. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, to, like, I do. Control I, do. I think I'm, it is, too. I'm, I'm that cynical. I'm like that cynical. Control other people. See, now yes. 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 Jeff's getting yes. where I'm going. See, that's, that's, that's right. what I'm saying. That's yeah, yeah. where I'm that's Because they want to know that you're feeling that Like pain. I said, like I said. It's sadistic. Were you here? That's that keep cues. Yeah, but that's the thing. If I was that kid, I would say, if y'all aren't ready to order, do you mind stepping aside so I can help the rest of the line? Well, that's you. You're a good employee. Yeah, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the Whole Foods. (laughs) Let's see that difficult. No, but I'm talking about the Whole Foods lady who who who, like rushes you at the fish counter. Right. Then she's like, Oh my god, were you standing here? I'm like, You literally bumped in. You literally knocked me over. (laughs) Right. Like, but and then like, so don't like. That's what I'm saying. It's the game. It's the um. Cause we play a game too. It's like with uh, the uncomfortable white lady smile. Like if I'm just sitting in some part of the room, they have to walk past me, and they just give me one, uh, a quick one. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just trying to. I'm just doing the same shit everybody else is doing. I'm just trying to go to the bank. <laughs> and, to, yeah. And get it, like, I'm store. just in Walgreens. <laughs> like I don't need this shit right now. Right, like God damn it! Like every day, that's what I'm saying. It's that every day that cumulative shit that builds, and people, and then people are like, "Get over it." It's not. I'm not racist. I'm like, I'm. Yeah, I mean, it's not that you're not, but you, you kind of are you're because kind of passively racist. Yeah, it's, it's like that's worse. Like I rather you just like. Yeah, just stop. tell me you hate me. Right, that's fine. Yeah, or at the least so I, so you're I know an what asshole. I'm, so I'm right, right, with. right. Something yeah, like yeah. just don't, like that's what I'm saying. Like the, right. The oblivion is like it's getting to, a, you know, it's getting to an all new high level. The yeah, oblivion, man, it drives me crazy. It reaches a peak for me at the doorway of DBA when I'm loading in. That's 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 my peak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, you're like, I'm like, you're standing you're in like the door, carrying, you're standing in, yeah, like carrying all your shit. They're just like, and they're just like, what? I don't even move. Get, like, move. Like, get the fuck out the right. way, man! <laughs> Crying out loud, musician loading in, man. And then they can play to the bartender. They're like, that guy with the drums was rude, rude to me. me. <laughs> so rude. They're like, yeah, he's rude to everybody. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, right. it's good. It's good when a bar has your back. Right. Like that, right? right. They're exactly. like, we don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, if you order a drink in two seconds, I'm gonna be rude to you too, bitch. Like, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shout out to, uh, to DBA New Orleans. Yeah. No, that, Shout no, out really, to no, no, that actually really is my favorite bar crew too. Like, that's yeah. that's no no yeah. bullshit. Like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, and they yeah, do great. They do 100 have your back, which is why I love playing that. And they have. They don't have tolerance for the oblivious. No, they just they'll just shut you down. Yeah, I've seen them. Like someone yeah. comes up and he's like, "Do you have the um next?" Like, doing, I'm doing my like no. Eddie Murphy white come, man voice. Come back in ten minutes, like, bro. Do you have, figure yeah, it out. Yeah, like, yeah. We got do you time. have this or the parallel of that? And they just like, dude, shut up. Right. <laughs> I'm moving on to the person who knows what they are. Right. 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 I'm not gonna do this because the tap handles are all here with. Brain. Yeah, but it's also like there's a big board right here that took us like hours and hours and hours to update. No, because and keep, no, because these you know. no, because these idiots think that's a real conversation. They think talking about beer and its origins and the turpins and shit is like like. <laughs> Might as well talk about that fucking shit with you. What fucking? What do you want to drink, asshole? You know what I'm saying? You're not in Oregon right now, bro. No, bro. We're not gonna have a ten no. minute conversation about the fucking about beer. The hops. No, we're just not gonna like, talk about where the hops came from a Willamette Valley or fucking like, like Cascade yeah, like, Valley. Yeah, oh, it's the smoke I heard beer. they recently decided to add more hops <laughs> right, to the recipe. Exactly. Like, fuck out of here, bro. 
order a fucking drink and listen to some music, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Is like, you know, saying they like they like the because of the social, like you said, socially awkward. Like socially, like is it socially media awkward? Awkward, like like like. You've been fooled into thinking like you're a real person because you could talk about beer ingredients. Because you have a platform. <laughs> right. Like, online. Yeah. And then you bring like, that shit to real like, life. This is not a normal thing to and do. And fuck, and like, fucks, yeah, please people. People on social media, please stop going out <laughs> into the real world and act like you should have that platform yeah, nobody, in front of real people. Nobody, please stop it. Yeah, stop. But, but <laughs> this is cracking me up. Right. But uh, yeah, it's like, don't you have a beer that you like? All the fucking time. You go to the damn bar all the time. Come I know on. you do, wherever yeah, you're just, from, Seattle, whatever. Yeah, let's go. Like, so it just takes forever. It's like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Bud Light. Oh, you son you of know, a bitch. <laughs> you can also solve that by like right. being next to somebody while you're waiting, you know, and being like, oh, that's cool. All right, I'm going to order that. Like, get your shit ready, you know, when they come up. I don't, I don't get it. I don't it, get it, bro. I don't get it either. I'm overly conscious about shit like this. Like before I go to a meal with friends, I actually look up the menu in advance and I, I have my shit chambered. I'm not gonna make a decision before I get to the restaurant, but I'm I'm gonna be a really quick order. Well, because I'm allergic to coconut. I'll be in between like because I'm, no, I'm allergic to coconuts with all this newfangled Asian fusion. Right. Everybody's like like may pop. I'm like I haven't been in this restaurant, so my cousin wants to go, and I'm like. 80% of the menu has coconut in it. I'm like, nah, it's not no I haven't been here. I'm like, right. I'm like, who? I'm like, and the chef comes out, he looks like Joe. I'm like, so wait a second. <laughs> He's like, no, my plane landed in Singapore one time for like eight hours. I'm a fucking expert. I'm an expert. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like when the people in Philly try to kick, oh. make you jump a lion. They're like, no, oh, Jesus. They're like, it's, it. it's Mardi Gras theme. Like, Man. we're so glad you guys are here. Like, our chef, you know, went to have a semester in school in Shreveport night. So tonight Man. we're having catfish and jump. A, you're like, no, no, we're not. No, actually, yeah, we're not, we're not. We're not having it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're at about 53 minutes right now. So, yeah. uh, uh, I think we should wrap it up with some plugs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. And I got to pee. All right. All right. Let's, let's you want to plug some shows? Yeah, we got shows. I mean, you know, um, they got the roast on the 18th. Then, um, yeah, they got the French Quarter Fest on the 14th. They got Jazz Fest on the 26th. And Bayou Boogaloo May 18th. Record drops May 31st. Then um, June 13 is the big LLS. June 13 is the big gala. Yep. And this Thursday, April 4th, free event to kick off the LLS thing. At, yeah, uh, at the World War II Museum. At World War II. Cool. So come on up for that. Nice. Uh, Egg Oak Jubilee, French Quarter Festival on the 13th. We'll be at the Esplanade in the Shade stage. Saturday. Oh, yeah. We're on the yeah. Fish Fry stage. Yeah. I think you're on nice. <laughs> Thank you on the fish fries. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spencer, Spencer, what you got, buddy? Uh, nothing. Um, come get lunch at Wands and ask to sit. With oh, you still at Wands? All right, yep. good, good. Which Wands? Uh, Garden District. Okay, that makes sense. That's yeah. the one I never go to. Spencer, our <laughs> listeners have been concerned about you, about your That's absence, true. so they're glad you're back. Okay. Tonight. I think this yeah, is be I mean, you missed like I don't know how many episodes. Yeah, we haven't been really putting them out. For obvious reasons, yeah. but yeah. Well, no, I I had my all all my shit happen like right at the same time, which I just couldn't get around really because I didn't have a car or anything. 
Just stay in touch, man. Just, yeah. you know, text us back. Reply. I'm bad at that. It's a generational thing. It's a generational it thing. Yeah, it is. I, and I have, uh, I have a, my cat has an Instagram page. Yeah, it's your cat's following right. you, apparently. Yeah, my cat's following you. Mm-hmm. Susie Graham, S-O-U-S-I-E-G-R-A-H-A-M. Susie Graham. Nice. On And she's funny, and she gives me shit, and she is a music snob. I worried about you, Spence. I saw you walking around on I saw you walking around on Jeff Davis Parkway and I worry about people when I see them walking on Jeff Davis Parkway. Oh, uh, it's probably on my way to physical therapy or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. Uh, Derek Smoker Freeman, thanks for joining us again, man. Yep. Friend friend of the good life. Derek yeah, Smoker Freeman. And the website and is uh, soulbrassman.com, everybody. Check it out. Boom. All right, I have to pee. Oh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs>